Welcome to the Loaded Goat. I'm Aaron. I'm Christopher. And uh, Christopher is up close and personal today. Up close and personal. I've, I'm on the iPad because it's very cold here, Aaron. And I think I think the internet is having an issue. The chemtrails aren't quite uh, tracking uh, with the Wi-Fi. And so it's not filtering down correctly into, into my community. So my internet's been struggling today. I'm sorry to hear that. It's really cold here too today, actually. Hmm. Should we play a numbers game? You know, I don't. We all just we can all just be cold. I think we can all just be cold. I mean, you you saw Yellowstone and said, "Hey, I want to go and stake out my piece of land and become a cattle baron." And I'm sorry it gets cold. I'm sorry it gets cold from you for for you for time from time to time. I'm out here in Northern Virginia. It doesn't get it doesn't snow here that much, but it is it is right now. The snow drought is over. Happy snow day, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been it's been fine, but I don't really get a snow day. I still have to work. No, poor guy. I'm so sorry to hear that. I know you don't oh. seem very sympathetic at all. Don't meet your heroes, kids. Is it? Are you are you grumpy because your favorite characters are back and we're breaking down an episode? Yes, absolutely. So I've got good news for you. This is the last time we see the Fun Girls. That's what I like to hear. My feelings for the fun girls stay the same. Uh, this to so this episode we're doing today, the arrest of the fun girls. I would say, Chris, it may just be all relative for Christopher, but for me, this is the weakest fun girl episode by 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 far. I think this is a classic, very much on par with all the other fun girls episodes. So you don't think this one? You don't think the level of quality drops with this episode? Nope, steady as she goes. Okie dokie. Well, do you want to dive in? Yeah, I love talking about the fun girls. Let's do it. Oh, you see, my, I, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm. This episode first aired on April 5th, 1965. We open with Andy, Helen, Barney, and Thelma Lou talking about their double date and trying to pick a restaurant. Barney says he's fine with anywhere, but he keeps shooting down every restaurant because he's so cheap, even going so far as to call um, Wiener Schnitzel Wiener Schnitzel. So this is what I wanted to, you know, when I lived in D.C. and you'd have, you know, this is a classic scenario, right? Like, what do we want to do? Where do we want to eat? You get bored with your own routines. So there are two things I thought would be fun. You've got a Lonely Planet travel guide for your home so that when you don't Mm -hmm. know what to do, you look at to see what a tourist would do and you try to do something through the day. The other thing I thought would be cool to do is you make a Plinko board on the back of your door and you put all the suggestions at the bottom and then you drop the little Plinko piece down and then you do whatever it landed on. I'm, I'm okay with either one of those ideas. Fortunately, you've got the um, you've got Randy Turner's Mayberry Travel Guide. So that could help folks pick pick out where they're wanting to go to dinner if they're in that area. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a travel guide for Helena, Montana? Yeah, it's Yellowstone. You just talked about it. No, we do not have a travel guide. Okay. You know, there's some AARP or, you know, triple, no, not AARP, AAA has some travel guides. You know, it's mostly like check out your casinos. Um, Well, Lonely Planet does have a Montana guide doesn't it yeah but they don't really touch on the uh you know the beauties of the cities you know no they should i think i've always found that they offer do always let you know what the culinary options are when you come to town yeah 
Huh? Like, like, um, like, what's it? Dave's Sushi. Dave, exactly like Dave's Sushi. <laughs> Food poisoning incident there that's not funny, but um, that it's it was it's probably being taken out of the Lonely Planet book if it's there. Yep. This place is still open. Friend's dad oh. still goes there. Oh, okay. All he right. likes it because there are no lines anymore. He doesn't get the mushrooms, I assume. No mushrooms. No mushrooms. Okay. So Andy remembers that they have a conference call with the High Rave Patrol, and they agree to meet up for dinner. Suspicious timing, though. I mean, it is kind of like, oh, wait, we have a conference call. I mean, you know, it is a little bit like, you know. At 10 p.m.? At 10 p.m.? That's like Mayberry middle of the night. That's 3 a.m. in Mayberry. It's pretty late. It's pretty late. But they, they're okay with it. They agree to meet up for dinner, and then they're going to go back and do their call. But Andy and Barney come up with a, or they agree to, actually, I don't, this timeline is so convoluted. Like, he go, like they do the call, and then he goes to meet him for dinner. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And then they agree to meet up for dinner, but Andy and Barney come up with a plan so they won't have to go dancing. And I'm just kind of like, who's good? They're going to make them go dancing. Where are they going to go dancing? I know. I know. Mayberry. Yeah. Things. Yeah. The local sock hop. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, So they hear someone blaring the horn and speeding through town and Andy and Barney chase them down. It is. Drum roll. The fun girls. And they just wanted to get Andy and Barney's attention. And a crowd is gathering, and Barney tries to break it up. And Andy says they need to get them out of town. I this whole thing is so silly because you're kind of like, what? What is it? What is it with these? Um, if they're speeding like that, you can put them in jail, or you can run them out of town, or you can do whatever. The whole thing's kind of goofy. Well, can I explain my? Can I refresh my gripe on the? Yeah, calls? by all means. Thank you. They make Andy and Barney their lowest, most degenerate selves. They turn them into the the writers turn them into liars, to cheats, and they don't actually like. It's not actually like the fun girls. They put they make Andy and Barney make all these stupid decisions in a way that isn't a not becoming. It's not really funny, but it's also like unlike anything else of how Andy behaves. Like it makes sense for Barney, but it's not yeah. how Andy behaves in any other facet of the show or his life. And the fact that like this one person would be able to like dislodge him from his morality and his desire to not lie. And he becomes someone that's like hiding things where he's trying to get someone out of the county. It's just out of character. It's out they're of not character. funny enough to make it work. Well, it's out of character. I will agree. And the stuff they do is just, it's not like they're okay. I'm going to ask this. I want you to, I don't want you to be crass. When, when I ask you this question, how wild do you think the fun girls are? I think they're your classic woo girl from the How I Met Your Mother episode. So do you, but I mean, do you think they're, do you think they hook up with, with guys and do stuff? Or do you think they're just goofy, silly women? Uh, I'm not, I'm not in a position to comment on that. I'm operating <laughs> under the intention that they're goofy, silly women. All right. Let's go with them being goofy, silly women. That's all they are. Goofy, silly yeah. women, not floozies, not not women yeah. trying to break up marriages or anything like that. They're just goofy, yeah. silly women. Yeah. But the, but the who yell that, a lot, as evidenced by that one woman's voice. I yeah. mean, they're like party girls. You know, they're staying out yeah. to the clubs till 5 a.m. They're smoking. They're yelling. They're losing their cell phones. 
They're making it everybody's problem. They're getting crashed. They're crashing bottle service. They're getting kicked out of clubs. Like they're like that. Do you think they're, so you think they, you think they can, so you think the fun girls, if they, if they're going out, Daphne or Skip, Skippy has a drunken cry at some point when they're hanging out in the evening. At like seven drunken cries. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, but the thing of it is, is you're talking about them getting, getting Andy and Barney to just go like the, the most degenerate form of themselves is still, you know, is still pretty innocent. I mean, all they're doing is just trying to keep these women from dancing with them and not causing a ruckus. I don't know why they can't just come clean to Helen and Thelma Lou and say, I don't know what it is about these women, but they we're not doing anything with them and we just need to get them out of town. Would you help Correct. us? I mean, Correct. You, would that would be a more interesting episode. Yeah, I mean... Like Thelma Lou, the fun girl, Thelma Lou and Helen and the fun girls, you know, what they have in common and what they don't have in common, you know? But that's not what happens with this episode or other fun girls episodes. And they take them to the county line and we cut to them all hugging up on Andy and Barney. They want a ticket, which I don't know why they want a ticket because they're just goofballs. And then Andy says they'll go over to Mount Pilot, find them and give them a ticket then. And they leave, and Barney looks like he's, um, he looks like they've done more than dance with him. He looks like a disheveled mess. Barney becomes a disheveled mess very easily. That's true. That's true. And the fun girls bring it out pretty fast. Yeah. So back at the jail, Being a hot mess is contagious. I don't know if you've noticed that, but it is. You mean for real? If you're around one hot mess, everybody around them usually becomes a hot mess. It's a contagion. Um, and I will tell you that, that I agree with you, and the, that often boils down to how much power the hot mess has or how much power you give the hot mess. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's this one time, I'm just kidding. I don't really have any real, uh, <laughs> I don't really want to go. Name some names. This. Name some names. There was this one time we were recording a podcast and you showed up and you were a hot mm-hmm. mess. And well, lo and behold, the podcast became a hot mess. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. All right. But that's let's but let's not open old wounds. Um, so back at the jail, Andy is on the phone with the highway patrol getting instructions and Barney is writing them down. And this is actually kind of funny because Barney's like, Oh, what'd you want me to what you know, what'd you want me to cover? Or he's almost like where he just says the most mundane little fact, and Barney's like, No, I wrote it all, wrote it all down, which is pretty, which is pretty funny. And they hang up. And they go to meet Helen and Thelma Lou, but there is a knock at the door, and the fun girls are back, and they want a party. No oh boy. Chaos ensues. Yeah. And Andy says they'll lock them in a jail cell, and he'll go take care of Helen and Thelma Lou. He shuts them in the jail, and they start playing a ukulele. That's Andy, Helen, and Thelma Lou. The one thing dinner. that could make the fun girls more annoying. A ukulele. Yeah. Poorly played instrument. Yeah. So they're at dinner. Andy's told them that Barney had to book prisoners from the state police and he's uncomfortable. And Helen smells perfume. And everybody knows something's not right. And back at the jail, Otis comes in staggering drunk and lets himself into the fun girl's cell. And all three like of them the freak scene. out. No, they, this, if they had taken this scene and just said, we're going to make this the tw- the twist of the episode and almost called it Otis and the Fun Girls. 
that would have been um, I agree I agree that would have been be a great uh, that would have been a lot of fun but that does not happen and at the diner Andy is trying to rush back to meet Barney and Helen and Thelma Lou are skeptical and he goes to pay the check and Thelma Lou says they should go by to cheer Barney up as we go to commercial things are getting bad things are getting bad after the break, Andy is protesting the idea, but they ignore him and head over. And back at the jail, Otis is gone. I would have just loved more Otis. I can't say this enough. I would have loved Otis and more, and the fun girls just going at it. Mm-hmm. 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 Another or, opportunity. I mean, it, it probably was not good for, probably not kosher or proper for 1965 to have Otis and to have Otis and the fun girls getting drunk and carrying on a conversation. God, that would have been so funny. Yeah, it would have been excellent. It would have been excellent, yeah. And so Daphne and Skippy are chastising Barney for being such a square, and they keep turning the lights on and off. I mean, they are just... I mean, agents of chaos. Agents of chaos, chaos of just, just trouble. And, like, trouble like a 13-year-old boy... Um, 13-year-old boy trouble. Mm-hmm. Just totally, goofy totally. stuff. Yeah. And so the squad car pulls up to the jail, and Andy tells Helen and Thelma Lou to wait outside. And he goes in and says they have to get them out the back, and they start to go, and Helen and Thelma Lou come in, and they are mad, and they storm off. And then... Andy gets mad and tells them to leave. And he's irritated at this point, which he should have been irritated to begin with. And Skippy starts crying and she and Daphne storm off. And every time Barney tries to speak, Skippy says, shut up, Bernie, just shut up. And then <laughs> and then they leave. And Andy basically says, we've lost four girls and one drunk, which may be the funniest line of the um, episode. And then Barney tries to blame the whole thing on AC, who says, shut up, Barney, just shut up, which is... I think that's... Funny. I like that line. That's, yeah. the, that's my favorite line of the episode. Yeah. And the next morning, Andy is trying to make up with Helen, who is still mad and giving him the cold shoulder. They agree to talk it out after dinner. And the cut to Barney... This is a really intense scene. You know, oh. sitting in the car, 8 a.m., well, it's also like I mean, I, I I mean, you've been married for quite some time. I've been married for quite some time. Trying to have a talk it out after uh, trying to talk out uh, talk something out at that early in the morning. That's that's a, that's a, that's that's not a good place to. That's not that's a good a, place to be. That's in. a commitment. That's a commitment. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta you, you don't you don't really want to have to do that. But and you definitely don't want to. And if you're going to be doing it, you don't want to have to do it because two because you mishandled two bozos from from Mount Pilot. But Barney's doing the same thing, who is not believing that the fun girls forced their way in. She says she forgives them and then leaves as Barney is trying to give her a kiss. And Barney goes to the jail and he and Helen, or he and Andy both say they are forgiven and they hope dinner will work. And he says, Barney says he's been thinking about it and that their only crime is that they're attractive to women. They haven't learned much. Not much at all. And the four of them show up that night at the Taylor household, and Aunt B is nervous because the fun girls come running out to say they still want to be friends, and Helen and Thelma Lou storm off. 
Now, this is a rare ending about what we're about to go to, because the fun girls put the music on and start dancing, and Barney says, well, since it's Saturday night, they are good dancers, and then we go to commercial, which is kind of funny, but it's not really, I mean, especially when this was when this show went to syndication and they would just chop off the epilogue. It's an odd way to end the, it's an odd <laughs> yeah, way to end the. I didn't this. think about that. I was like, oh, well, yeah, they're our girlfriends now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This episode was produced by Pod Machine. They do a great podcast and a great rig. I was fortunate to get started on this a few years ago, um, and I've just been very, very pleased with it ever since. I mean, they can, you know, they will edit your podcast. They will uh, do artwork for your podcast. They'll do the YouTube videos for the podcast, and they have a very quick turnaround time um, once you upload all your material. So I highly recommend it. I'm pro pod in general. I love bean pods. I like pod hotels. I like pod apples, maybe. But you know what pods I like best? Pod machines. Pod machines. Me too. Me too. I like them better than podcasts. I honestly don't even really like podcasts that much. So I'm I'm just thankful that you're here. Why do you do this podcast? (laughs) To see your dimples, baby. To see my dimples. Well, and uh, if you really push hard podcast, my pod machine might be able to give you some dimples. I don't know. So <laughs> go to podmachine.com to learn more and enter Loaded Goat at checkout for a 10% discount. And that's spelled just like Loaded Goat. In the epilogue, Barney and Andy are sitting on a bench talking about how they made up with Thelma Lou and Helen. And ju- just then, a jalopy with two women speed by doing at least 50 miles an hour. And... Andy and Barney decide they're not speeding at all and not to worry about it. And he says, if they come back, they'll go inside. And we close. That's close. I kind of like the uh, the no epilogue closure better. I mean, you had to, I guess you had to know that they they, they made up and obviously mm-hmm. for, for other things. I mean, it is one that, you know, it's the, the fight's so dumb that you know it's going to work out. But it is one of those things where you're always like, how many times? I mean, you know, like we always joke about Seinfeld's thing of no hugging, no learning. The fun girls are, there's definitely no learning on any episode with the fun girls. No, absolutely not. Let's do the the same thing over and over. I will agree. I think your observation about the fun girls is spot on. It's very keen. It's very insightful. And it makes yes. me see this in a different way. I still think they're really funny, just because. Oh, I think, and I, I, yeah, I still think they're really funny, just because. Like this is how I grew up. I grew up. I mean, when you're eight, when you're ten years old or nine years old, and you're seeing Daphne and um, Skippy dancing with Barney or them acting silly, it's just hilarious to you. Well, I'm glad that I haven't ruined your boy ruined your boyhood innocence. I mean, I, yeah, that was that was ruined a long time before you came along. But I still, um, <laughs> but I still um, enjoy. I still, but I still find them funny. Good, good, good. So, how many whistles would you give this? Fun girl four. Fun girl four. Okay, I'll go six. It's a, it's a, it's the weakest of the fun girls episodes, but I find Sassy it. Sassy sister six. I still find them find them entertaining. Any final thoughts? No, good riddance, fun girls. On and go into your, you know, Las Vegas doom hole. Where? So let's let's actually break this down. They don't show up and return return to Mayberry, although it would have probably been kind of funny if they did. But let's say 
Where do you think the fun girls ended up? Oh, they keep going out. They just, they're just, the parties just keep getting sadder. So you think, you don't think the fun girls ever meet one of the fun girls meet Miss, Mr. Wright? Oh, I think so. But you know, some, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, that becomes its own hot mess in and of itself. So I would imagine if joins a PTA, you know, I I don't see the fun girls doing the PTA. I I could, but I could see the fun girls marrying, you know, each of them marrying a guy who gets into trouble, gets into his own set of trouble. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could see them marrying some traveling salesman, you know, Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, a nice, a nice pastor because they're lost, you know, they, they need someone that can provide some, foundation in their life well thanks for listening check us out on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube wherever you get your podcast and if you think about it subscribe next week we'll do the luck of newton monroe until then christopher our biggest trend is that we're attracted to women hello doll